Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption in logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com insights. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1465, The Difference Between Stocks, ETFs, and Mutual Funds by Mario Favella with thecollegeinvestor.com. Welcome to another Sunday edition of Optimal Finance Daily. I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is the show where I read to you and to myself, frankly, from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet every single day. We're surrounded by messages of how difficult it can be to make ends meet and build wealth. So thank you for spending this time with me where we can empower ourselves to take control of our financial health. Are you loving Optimal Finance Daily? Why not share with a friend today? Invite them to join the party by sending them a link to oldpodcast.com. And while they're there, they can check out our five other shows on topics like personal development, health, and relationships. But for now, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. The Difference Between Stocks, ETFs, and Mutual Funds by Mario Favella with thecollegeinvestor.com. If you're just getting started with investing, you may wonder where to put your money. If you're looking to invest in the stock market, you have three main choices, individual common stocks, mutual funds, or exchange-traded funds, or ETFs. So what are some of the differences between ETFs, stocks, and mutual funds, and which should you choose for your investment portfolio? How do index funds play into this, since you've probably heard that term tossed around a lot? Let's take a look at these three common investment vehicles and explore some of the differences between stocks, ETFs, and mutual funds. What is a stock? Common stock represents ownership interests in a publicly traded company. Buying individual common stock is the most obvious choice if you want immediate exposure to the stock market. Common stock is a concentrated investment, the opposite of diversified. Many investors start off with buying individual common stocks. They're easy to understand and most people are familiar with them. And they can be a good way to build wealth. If you're an active investor who enjoys research and portfolio management, then there's no reason why you shouldn't buy equity. But if you're starting out, a mutual fund or ETF might be a better choice. ExxonMobil is one example of a widely traded common stock. Purchasing stock. Stocks trade daily on stock exchanges and their prices fluctuate throughout the day. Individual stocks have no dollar minimums, so you can buy one share of stock at a time if you like. 
but you will likely need to pay your broker commission every time you trade individual stocks, which can drive up your overall trading costs. Dividend reinvestment programs, or DRIP, are one way to avoid paying trade commissions on common stock purchases. With DRIPs, you buy shares directly from the company itself, bypassing the brokerage firm. This will lower your trading costs. DRIPs are best suited for long-term investors who plan on holding their stocks for long periods of time. Risk. Individual stocks are riskier than ETFs or mutual funds. An individual stock can go to zero if the company goes under. Companies can and do go bankrupt, and shareholders can lose it all. Remember Enron? But you are also much more likely to earn outsized returns with an individual stock over an ETF or mutual fund. Fees. Individual stocks have no management fees or expenses, so they're cheaper to own than mutual funds or ETFs. However, most brokerages charge commissions to buy and sell shares of stock. You can check out our online stock brokerage comparison tool at thecollegeinvestor.com to make sure you're getting the lowest commissions. What is a mutual fund? A professional investor runs an actively managed mutual fund, overseeing a basket of diversified securities. Mutual funds can hold stocks, bonds, or other investments. There are two types of mutual funds, actively managed and index mutual funds. Mutual funds are more diversified investment when compared to individual stocks because they hold large quantities of stocks or other investments inside of them. Index mutual funds. Index mutual funds are slightly different from traditional actively managed mutual funds. Index mutual funds passively track an index. Since they're not actively managed, expense ratios are lower. The Vanguard Mid-Cap Index Fund is a good example of an index mutual fund. It holds a basket of mid-cap stocks. Purchasing mutual funds. Mutual funds trade differently than stock. You can buy mutual funds through your broker or directly from the fund. Some funds charge commission, others don't. Mutual fund prices don't fluctuate like stocks or ETFs. The net asset value is calculated just once at the end of each day. Some mutual funds have purchase minimums, so they aren't always good for small investors. Risk. Mutual funds are less risky than individual stocks since they are diversified investments, but the potential for reward is lower with funds. Fees. Fees are a big drawback to actively managed mutual funds. If you choose to invest in these funds, you will be paying for the manager's salary in addition to fees like the 12B1, which go back to your broker. Fees are the main reason why index mutual funds or ETFs are usually better options. If you're concerned about how much you might be paying in mutual fund fees, this free tool called FeeX will scan your portfolio and tell you how much you're losing to fees. You can find a link to FeeX on our website. What is an ETF? Exchange-traded funds are also diversified baskets of securities. They are similar to index mutual funds. They're passively managed investments. They simply seek to follow the performance of a benchmark. The iShares Core S&P 500 ETF is a typical index ETF, in this case, a large cap fund. Purchasing ETFs. ETFs trade like stocks. Their prices fluctuate throughout the day. You'll pay your broker a commission every time you trade an ETF. 
Like stock, ETFs don't have dollar minimums. You can just buy one share if you like. Risk. Like mutual funds, ETFs are less risky than stock. The chances of your ETF investment going to zero are low, but that doesn't mean you can't lose money. And like any investment in the stock market, ETFs carry inherent risk and prices fluctuate. Fees. Since they are passively managed investments, ETFs usually have lower fees than mutual funds. Companies like Vanguard offer a variety of ETFs with very low expense ratios. For beginning investors, getting started can be overwhelming. There's a lot to learn, but understanding the difference between stocks, ETFs, and mutual funds for investing in the stock market is crucial to long-term investment success. And if you're willing to put in the time and effort, you can quickly accumulate the knowledge you need. You just listened to the post titled The Difference Between Stocks, ETFs, and Mutual Funds by Mario Favella with thecollegeinvestor.com. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. It goes without saying that a lot of people don't know where to start when it comes to investing. Many think you need a lot of money to invest. Some put off investing because it doesn't seem urgent. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. And I love Acorns because I feel that this type of automation is exactly the boost needed for the many people who like the idea of investing, but haven't felt ready to begin for whatever reason. So head to acorns.com OFD or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Paid non-client endorsement may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com OFD. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC. Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. I often hear a lot of confusion about what to actually buy when you're investing. Trust me, I was there too. And if you've been listening for a while, you know that I'm a huge fan of passive investing in low-fee total market index funds. When people ask me about what to invest in, I recommend they read The Simple Path to Wealth by J.L. Collins because that book is what helped me figure it out. While it's true that active investors are more likely to beat the market in the short term, almost no one beats the market over the long term unless you're Warren Buffett. That's a big reason why I'm such a fan of passive investing. I just don't see the need to work harder when the results likely won't be better. And because I'm investing for the long term, I simply don't need to beat the market. I'm happy with matching the market to meet my financial goals. 
I like to focus more on asset allocation versus deciding which stocks to keep in my portfolio. This is because all reasonably well-diversified 100% stock portfolios are going to perform at least 90% the same. Likewise, all reasonably well-diversified 80-20 or 60-40 stock-to-bond portfolios are going to perform at least 90% the same. I had a listener write in not too long ago and question why I was investing my HSA in Fidelity's zero-fee total market index fund when there was another index fund with a 0.015% expense ratio that performed better over the last year by 0.04. The way I looked at it, these two funds over time are going to perform about 90% the same. So I'd rather just stick with one versus constantly monitoring them. Plus, even though this other fund's performance seemed to justify the fee in one year, it's not likely to justify it over 30 years. And that's another weekend edition of Optimal Finance Daily in the books. Thanks so much for your support and for listening every day, of course. Have a great rest of your weekend if you're listening in real time, and I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.